where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Yesterday, we talked about how Joshua spent time in the presence of the Lord and how God used that in his life to prepare him to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. Today, I'd like to look at what Joshua learned by watching God's interactions with Moses and see what we can learn too. The first thing all leaders should learn pretty quickly is that people can be stubborn, opinionated, rebellious, and fickle. After the Exodus, the people would be praising God in one chapter, then complaining and wanting to go back to Egypt in the next. Of course, we've heard the saying, you can't please all the people all the time. But what we can learn, and what Joshua learned, is that as godly leaders, it's not people that we're supposed to please. It's God. He's the one who gives authority to leaders. That leads to the next principle we can learn. We should follow God. If people are following us, we'd better be following God, or we'll be leading people into trouble. The easiest, most direct way to the promised land would have been the northern route. If you look at a map, that's just the most obvious way to go. But Moses didn't call a strategy meeting or follow a map. He was following God, a pillar of cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. And God's leading, not always the most logical way, intentionally got them stuck with the Red Sea in front of them and Pharaoh's army behind them, the perfect place for one of the most well-known miracles of the Old Testament that the Hebrew people would recount for countless generations. That's where God's leading gets us sometimes, in a perfect place for a miracle. The catch is, we need to be following his leading, not our logic. Another thing Joshua learned is that God gives the orders and makes the rules. And disobeying them brings consequences. He was in the perfect position to observe what happened when the Israelites broke the Ten Commandments the first time. He was on the mountain with Moses, not involved in all that golden calf debacle. He also saw the punishment of Israel after they refused to go to the land that God had given them. Joshua and Caleb encouraged them to obey and trust God, but they let fear hold them back. So they were condemned to wandering in the wilderness for forty years. He also saw Moses kept out of the promised land for not obeying the Lord exactly. Joshua also learned that God will provide. Whether it was manna, quail, water, or victory in battle, God had it covered. Moses only had to ask, and God gave directions. God also provided people to help Moses so he didn't have quite as big of a burden. First it was Aaron to be Moses' mouthpiece. Later, Aaron and Hur to hold up Moses' arms in battle, so that Joshua could win the victory. Later, it was Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, who gave advice for Moses to appoint leaders to help him to judge the people. This and more Joshua learned in his 40-year mentorship under Moses. So when God put Joshua in charge and told him to do something as crazy as marching around a city and blowing horns, he was ready to obey to the letter without question. And we should be too. What has God taught you about leadership? We're all leaders in some way because there's always someone looking up to us, even if it's a two-year-old. And we want to be godly leaders. I'd love to hear your leadership lessons. You can contact me at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. I'm Carla Early. Thanks for listening. And remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.